In the morning, my friends, how are you today? I'm out of town this week, so I recorded all of these podcasts ahead of time. So the intro today will be the same as tomorrow's. Sorry, I know it's lame, but somebody's got to pay the bills. Don't let my absence discourage you from listening, though, to these most excellent meditations. From sharing the Word of God to anyone who will listen, or from you, from digging into the Word. There are nearly 4 million podcasts to enchant or torture your ears out there. Why listen to this one? There are so very few podcasts that offer a message like ours. Ours is the same message that Jesus carried, and that so many others have strived to share with everyone they meet. It's a message about Jesus and His perfect life, death, and resurrection. The message of a better life through faith in that same Jesus. It's the message of salvation from death and an eternity in hell that comes to us by faith in Jesus alone. It's a message that you can't hear enough of. It's a message for Elon Musk, for the guy at the bottom of the bottle, and everyone in between. Now leaving our sins behind because Jesus paid for them, and with the glorious kingdom before us, let us walk hand in hand with our Savior and our brothers and sisters towards eternity as we ponder the word of the Lord. Grace and peace to you from God the Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. Jesus tells us a parable in which the kingdom of heaven is like a man who hired workers to labor in his vineyard. For there is indeed very much work that needs to be done in the kingdom of God, into which you and I have been called. First, there is simply the work of doing the will of the master. Whatever the boss wants done is the job. In the kingdom of God, that is the will of God. That is the law of God. Summed up by his Ten Commandments, it governs every single aspect of our lives. It's all-inclusive, and it's hard work. Work like so much other work, work that is never done. Then, more specifically, there is a work, the work of tending his vineyard. A large amount of work to be done in God's vineyard in the church. It takes a lot of work to keep a church going. And people to do that work, besides, alongside the work of the preacher, there is much work to be done that belongs to those who volunteer and serve, organize, contribute, and give of time and skills and offerings. And on top of that, there is also work needed to grow the kingdom so that his kingdom may spread and grow. There is work to be done to get the word out, to, to at least try to make the church appealing to outsiders, work to attract, invite, and welcome. But, you might know, work in the kingdom is not equally done. The labor is not evenly distributed. Some, a few, seem to do all the work, while others seem to work not at all. 
course, the truth is that, that most, most don't even come in. They do nothing. They don't care what God wants. They do not hear him or believe him and certainly don't do any work that he wants. They are outside of the church, outside of the kingdom, and simply refuse to come in. But we're not talking about them. We are talking about those who have been hired to work, those within. So even there, there are some who are technically on the payroll, but because they were hired just before quitting time, basically have done nothing. They cost more than they contribute. They're like, they're like dead weight. They're very little different from those outside. The majority, most, are, are somewhere in the middle. They, they were hired in the middle of the day. They do some work, but, but only if they have to, only if they're begged to. They don't volunteer to do more of their own accord, and they let a small handful do all the work. And then finally, there are those who do everything. Involved in everything, working from sunup to sundown, hard work to show their commitment to their Lord by what they say and do. They are perhaps generous givers. They are generally pious Christian people, and they suffer much. They give up much. There are so many other things that they could be doing instead. Okay, so how would we react to find out at the end of the day at the end of our time in God's vineyard, where there is much work to be done, but it's not evenly done, if everyone receives the same. The exact same response, regardless of their work activity, the same response, the same reward and payment from the one who called you to work. Obviously, that wouldn't be fair. Equal pay for unequal work is not equitable. On the one hand, it seems perfectly reasonable for the full-day workers to expect more than the slackers. And it seems perfectly reasonable for them then to lodge a complaint when they all get paid the same thing. On the other hand, the master rightly points out, don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I am generous? He says, I want to give. You got a problem with that? And it turns out we do. And not just us, along with the disciples to whom Jesus told this parable. Just in the section right before this, this text, the disciples pointed out to Jesus that they had left everything to follow him. And they asked him, what will we then get? So, if you're willing to work, but not more than the rest to do what God wants, to do what is right, if you want to do the right thing, but not if everyone else isn't going to do it too. And if you want to serve, but you want to make sure that others are doing their fair share too. If you find out that in the end, everyone gets the same, 
and you're not to be compensated more for your harder work, then you realize, and you realize that you could have done nothing all along and gotten the same result. You find out that instead of doing good, you could have been doing evil all along because that is what you would have preferred to do. But because you've done good, because you've worked hard, you figure you deserve more. And these others, they don't deserve to be in line with you, made equal to you. Jesus' parable is a call to repentance to hard workers, to his disciples, whose envy and pride and arrogance has revealed their own wretched heart. And the first have been made last. You see, if you insist on fair treatment, or a fair workload, or getting what you deserve, then you will get it. The master says, take your pay and go. Which would be the most awful words that we could ever hear from our Lord. Take what belongs to you. Take what you deserve. For those who want what they deserve from God will get it. For all, and that includes all who labor in his, in his vineyard, all have failed to do the work God commanded. And the wages, the payment for sin is death. Separation from God and his generosity toward everyone is hell. If you want what's coming to you, take it. The parable Jesus tells is not, even though we call it the parable of the workers in the vineyard, it's not really about the vineyard. It's not really about the workers. It's not even about the work, certainly not about the wages. Listen to what Jesus says. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner. It's about this man, the owner of the vineyard. It's about him. And he says, I want to give. The way into the kingdom and the way in the kingdom is not by work. It's certainly not by doing more work than others. It is by a master who wishes to give generously. To give what is not deserved to give by grace. And what he gives equally to all is not wages for work. It's not a denarius for the day. What he gives is his only begotten son, his dearly beloved son, who enters into his father's vineyard who enters into the workplace of this world, who comes down in human flesh to work, to do everything that the master wishes. Jesus goes to work for you. From sunup to sundown, from conception to death. 
He comes, he punches your time card and stands in your place under the law. And then in his church, in his vineyard, it is Jesus who still does the work, the real heavy lifting. What he calls you to do primarily, above all else, is actually to sit, to rest. That's what Sabbath means. To listen. While Jesus goes to work on you. For you. To hear how he lived for you. How he worked for you. Sweat and bled for you. Died for you. And now, as he lives, he lives now, even now, to tend to you, to heal you, to wash you, to feed you. Sometimes, indeed, he rebukes you, prunes you, disciplines you. But always cares for you, loves you. And it is he. It is always he, and it is only he, who also grows his church. Through the Holy Spirit whom he has sent, you are saved by grace, not works. And so is anyone else. At the end of the day, the master wishes to give. Always by grace. Always abounding in generous, generous kindness which is not deserved, which is the definition of grace. Even, even to those who did not work, even to those who have loafed in the marketplace, even to those who were sinful and lazy, and even to those who have worked the hardest even to those who by their work have become proud and trusted in their own work. The Lord's generous gift is a comfort to all alike. Now there is work to be done. And indeed the Lord has called us to work while it is day, to do the work of his will and his command. He has called us to work and serve, to give and to suffer. But not everyone will do the same. Not everyone has the same gifts or the same opportunities. Yet everyone has the same gracious, generous Lord who wishes to give. Amen. I sincerely pray that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Didn't get enough of God's Word? Are you missing out on that in-person fellowship? We hold divine services right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday school and adult Bible study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. We also live stream our Sunday divine service at 8 a.m. You can ensure that you are notified when a stream is live or a new podcast is available by subscribing to our YouTube channel. It's easy to find by typing in St. Mark Bemidji in the search bar and clicking on the subscribe button. Want to listen to meditations the way I do every day? 
Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Go to podcastindex.org and search for St. Mark Bemidji to find us. This is our fifth year producing this podcast, and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. Visit www.stmarksbemidji.org or look in the show notes in this podcast for a link to this and many other meditations on God. If you have any questions or you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website, which is once again www.stmarksbemidji.org. May God bless the rest of your day.